do you remember the Casio G-Shock? Those watches were all the rage when I was about uh, 14 years old. I think the turn of the century, the Casio G-Shock was the um, accessory to have. <laughs> well, it turns out the G-Shock is back. Uh, it's been upgraded a little bit, though. Paul Stenhouse has all the details for us. Hey, Steny. Good morning. You would have had a G-Shock, wouldn't you, being a young cricketing soccer sports team? Nah, I wanted a G-Shock, but I think that might have been out of the outside of the range of the Tame family budgets at the time. It was very cool to have a G-Shock watch. I yeah, and I don't think oh, I ever very. I don't think I ever got one. Well, yeah, I mean, look, let's just say, Jack, that the price of the G-Shock has not gone down <laughs> as huh. it's made its comeback. In fact, it's gone up. It is a, at $699 US dollars for the new Ooh. G-Shock. You want it to be good, don't you? Yes, it's this time when it's made its comeback. It's a smartwatch, of course. Smart right. uh, Shock resistant. You would only expect that from a watch called the G-Shock. And yeah. waterproof down to 200 meters. So this thing is rugged. It is way more rugged than any sort of Apple Watch or even most of the sort of smartwatches already on the market today. This is designed for people who want to take it surfing, want to take it snowboarding, aren't worried about getting dirt in it, aren't worried about getting sand in it. Um, and it can basically stand up to all of those things too. It's got all of the bells and whistles you expect from a smartwatch. GPS, the altitude sensor, heart rate monitor, and it's also, this is where it's really good, a one and a half day battery, so you don't have to worry too much about charging it as well. It runs on Android, so you get to use all the other Android watch, Wear OS kind of apps and things too, but mm. not cheap at 699 US dollars. Oof. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit spinny. It was too spinny for me as a 13-year-old, too spinny for me now, I think, as well. <laughs> hey, we're starting to get a first look of how civilians are going to see space once space tourism oh, really takes off. Wouldn't it? Uh, the dreams, dream stuff here. Yeah, <laughs> Speaking of enough. expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, there's G-Shock watch, and then there's going to space expensive. There are some. There's actually a competition on at the moment um, to, to get people to space on this SpaceX Crew Dragon rocket. So if you're rich enough or lucky enough, I guess, to get to space, you're going to get an amazing view because they're actually replacing... Now, so we go back in time a little bit. SpaceX's mm -hmm. Dragon Crew was the first time they had sent humans on a privately uh, funded spaceship to the International Space Station. So what they're going to do when they take it up with the tourists, because you won't be going to the International Space Station, they're going to take off the docking technology and they're mm -hmm. going to replace it with a 360-degree glass window. So you will be able to float, wow. yeah. I guess, up and get your head into what is effectively a fishbowl, I guess, a large fishbowl, and get a 360-degree view of nothingness. Damn. Which I that is amazing, is awesome. eh? Yeah, that's, that is incredible. Oh, I'm so jealous. I mean, who knows? Maybe in our lifetimes it'll become a little more achievable for us mere mortals as well. Thank you so much for that, Paul. I'm really looking forward to seeing those flights take off sometime soon. That is Paul Stenhouse.